y'all, it's your girl Asia J. Swift, aka AJ Swift. Welcome to the Believer Society, where we aspire to inspire and empower women from all walks of life from all over the world. Okay, guys, I know you have been waiting and waiting for the Believer Society podcast. Well, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are up and running, and I have so much in store for you. So without further ado, Tonight, I decided to do a Q&A with Miss Lake and Erin, and I know it's about to be lit, so let's get into it. Hey guys, it's Lakin and I'm back, and I hope everyone is doing great on this lovely evening. Tonight, I have a very special guest. She's a serial entrepreneur and a full-time millionaire mentor. Please welcome my favorite and Chicago's very own, Miss AJ Swift. Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me, Lakin. I am so excited to be here tonight. Me too, girl. I am very excited to have you with me tonight. And I know you got some tea for us tonight. So let's get into this Q&A. So first, let the listeners know who you are and what you do. All right, y'all. So I'm Asia Swift, a.k.a. AJ Swift. I'm a divine transformation mentor. And what I do is I help women overcome obstacles in their lives. Um, that can be anything from trauma to um, divorce, grief, abuse, anything that they're going through. I help them overcome those obstacles, maximize their potential, and step into the fullness of who God is calling them to be. And I do that by offering them the wisdom, guidance, and the support that they need that'll lead them to a more fulfilling lifestyle. Now, just to give you all a little bit of background on um, on who I am and where I come from, I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Um, both of my parents were addicted to drugs when I was a little girl and they were in and out of jail. So I was pretty much tossed around like to and from, from family member to family member. So growing up, I didn't have that guidance and support that most of us women need in order to be successful throughout life. So, you know, I struggled a lot and uh, found myself just pretty much making a lot of unhealthy decisions and, um, in terms of like just abusive relationships, unhealthy relationships, friendships. Um, at some point, I even turned to drugs and alcohol in in hopes of like finding that comfort. And as a result of me going through some of the um, the trauma that I experienced as a little girl, um, some of that trauma was um, me being exposed to my mom being abused physically. Um, watching her and my dad do drugs. I was also exposed to incest in my family, um, being sexually abused myself. And that's just to name a few of the things that I had to go through. And growing up as a teenager, I became a, a, a mother at a very young age. I was 16 when I had my first child. I have three boys now. And um, my boys actually had to experience me leaving them and going away to jail. I went to jail a lot growing up and um, I just, I learned a lot from the choices that I made over, over the, the course of my journey. And it has just been a beautiful experience being able to grab hold of God's hand and allow him to do a change in my life. And just, it's just been so beautiful, you know, just 
waking up and finally realizing that I do have a purpose and I am somebody, I am somebody's daughter, not number one, I'm a child of God. And um, I just realized my true potential. And so it has led me to want to reach back and help women to also realize who they are. And um, I think it all starts with healing. And so that's what made me want to be a transformation mentor because I want women to realize that they can they can go and grow from the woman they are to the woman that God is calling them to be. Wow, I think your story is very inspiring and there's so many women around the world that struggle with this. So with that being said, what inspired you to create the Believer Society specifically for women? Well, the Believer Society... Um... I think that the fact that I experienced sexual abuse, not only throughout my childhood, but I had um, I had several instances where I was actually an adult woman and um, I was taken advantage of sexually by different men. And there was a point in my life where I felt like no one would believe me if I decided to speak out about this, if I decided to open up and share my truth, that people would, would, would look down on me and they would judge me. You know, I, I didn't think that, especially the fact that a lot of these dudes were like well-known or popular, they were in the streets and in gangs. So I felt really, really small compared to who they were. And I felt weak and like I didn't have a voice. And so I created the Believer Society for two reasons, because for one, I am a true believer of God. So hence the word believe her, um, really it's believer. So that's one aspect of looking at it. And then believe her. I'll, I'll, I want women to realize that um, I believe you. You know, if nobody else believes you, I know that a lot of us have a truth that that we're holding on the inside and we're just waiting for the moment where we can stand up and our voices can be heard. So Believe Her Society came from me wanting to create a community and a space for women to share their truth, to be heard and um, to do it in a comfortable space and environment where there's love and healing going on. And so I pray that 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 my community not only reaches um, women who have been abused, but also women who maybe have daughters or cousins or sisters. And, and together we can prevent this type of thing from taking place. That's so empowering. So let's talk about the challenges you faced during your journey of healing and overcoming. OK, sure. So for me, I think. For a long time, I was not interested interested in healing. Like I had no, um, I had no intentions and plans on wanting to be, um, wanting to like process, if you would, the trauma. Like I didn't, I didn't care for it. I just felt like I wanted to stuff it, you know, ball it up, and just act like it never happened. I didn't really, I wasn't prepared to go through the pain that, that, that you would have to go through once you decide to finally um, face some of the, the, the yucky stuff, like some of the pain and trauma. Like I just felt like I didn't care that it, I cared that it happened, but 
I just wanted to move on from it. You know, I felt like facing it would cause me too much turmoil and it would just, it would be too big. It would be too big of a risk for me to bring all of this up and face it and process it and overcome. I wasn't thinking about the benefits. I wasn't thinking about how healed I would be, how whole I would be, how much more beautiful I would feel. All I could see at that point was the pain and the anger. And I'm just keeping real, like, for some time, I, I didn't want to forgive, like, my abusers. I was so angry. It, it got so bad. Like, at some point in my life, I went through, like, this phase of paranoia where I felt like, what's going to happen if I say something? You know, like, again, that, that fear of nobody's going to believe me or people are going to judge me if I open up about this. So that kept me quiet, like closed mouth. I didn't want to say anything. And so I struggled. I struggled a lot, like low self-esteem, um, promiscuity, just feeling like I had to give my body to different people to feel loved. I mean, the struggle was real. Definitely. I, I, I walked around angry all the time. Um, I don't know. I went through this, just this phase of craziness is I always like to say I was just crazy at the time. That's how I felt. Like I didn't know who I was. You know, I felt like I didn't, I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have a voice and it was, it was really ugly. Like, um, it wasn't until I think I began to see some of the issues, um, the same issues that I was having in my boys. Like, Eventually, I'll, I'll open up and share, you know, more about my my life and, you know, my children's testimony. But just to, to keep it brief, I think that um, I think once I got in therapy that I realized I have a lot, a lot of trauma to process. And if I don't process this, it's going to continue to spill over. It's going to continue to affect my children. It's going to continue to affect my relationships. And I didn't want that to keep happening. I wanted to be healed. I wanted to be a better version of myself. At some point, I began to realize this is not me. This is it's hurting me to be this way. It's hurting me to wake up every day and not be able to look at myself in the, in the mirror, like not know who I am. You know, so I, I begin to to like to dig deep and to want to figure out why these things happen. I begin to question a lot and I just stopped caring about what other people were going to think, what other people were going to how other people were going to look at me. And I began to care more about my healing, the betterment of myself and my children, my health. And I think that was a turning point for me when I when I decided I wanted better. I didn't care no more about nothing. The only thing that I cared about, the main thing was my healing, my transformation. And I made that a priority and I fought and I fought and here I am. Wow. I'm just amazed at how much you have blossomed. So give us the tea on the benefits of activating the healing process. Like... <laughs> Man, it's been a long journey, but I am so grateful to God um, that he would give me a second chance, you know, to to turn my life around, to grab me and just to do a new thing in my life. I feel like um, just so refreshed, to say the least. It's, it's, 
like I said, it's a beautiful thing when you can you can see the transformation that you've made. Like I can look back over my life and see that I, I went from point A to point B. I went from this person to now this beautiful being. And um, I listen when I made the decision to begin to heal and to begin to overcome some of the um, ugliness of my past and to begin to no longer allow my past to dictate my future, I began to be able to focus. And when I began to focus, so many things were just clear to me. I, I just recently graduated with honors. I received a business degree from the University of Phoenix. I um, I am a national, a member of the National Society of Leadership and Success. I literally have launched two successful businesses, one being my mentoring program. Um, it's life is just good. Like I just I don't I don't allow the pain of the past to to um to drive to be to drive me anymore. You know what I mean? Like I'm the driver of my life. I control where I'm going and it's beautiful. It really is. Like my relationships have gotten more healthy. Um, I am drug free, praise God, on that. That in itself has been a journey because let me tell you, I went up and down, up and down, up and down. It's not easy, okay? It's definitely been a journey. Um, and none of us are perfect. I'm not here to judge nobody. Um, I'm here to help and uplift. Um I'm just grateful for the changes that I've been able to make in my life. And I'm very, very happy in the space that I'm in today. Since that was a very good change. And also speaking of transformation, a buddy told me that you were launching something really exclusive. Can you give me more insight on that? Okay. So yes, definitely. I am launching my divine transformation experience. It is a six week faith-based mentoring program where I will be literally shadowing a group of women, taking them through the experience um, of just getting closer to God and allowing them to heal in a, in a, in a very abundant way. Um, the, the process and the journey of that in itself is, is going to be so beautiful. I am very excited to launch that and I'll have some updates on that in the future. I'm not sure what date we're going to launch, but I am very, very excited about the Divine Transformation experience. Okay, sis, that's really great. And I'm super excited about the lunch too. So keep us posted on that. But before I let you go, we've been wondering if there's a mister in the picture or are you single? Um, well, you know, there's so much going on right now with me. I have so many projects I'm working on and I just don't have time right now, honestly. My focus is on me um, continuing to evolve and grow. I am raising three kings, you know, so it's all about me and them right now. I just don't have time for uh, a boo or none of that. <laughs> I'm focused. I know that's right. You better do your thing, but you better keep us posted, sis, because I'm waiting and we're rooting for you and we definitely want to see you happy. For sure. Now, definitely. <laughs> now, before you take off, is there any piece of advice you'd like to leave with the ladies tonight? Um, Definitely. If I could say anything to you all, I would definitely say to not be afraid to go ahead and activate the healing process. Um, even if you feel like 
you haven't been through anything, you know, you never been through no trauma or I ain't, girl, I'm, I never been abused. Ain't nobody never did that to me. That's great. But I want to leave you with this thought. Are you where you desire to be in your life right now? I mean, just think about it. Take a second and think about where you are right now and, and make an honest determination of, am I doing what I really want to do right now? If you are, then kudos to you, turn up. I mean, that's what's up. But many of us, we're not we're not doing the things that we're passionate about. Like we're not living our best lives. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that number one, we don't have the support. We 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 we're telling ourselves we can't do it. We're judging and comparing our lives based on what we see on social media and how we see the next person living when ultimately we're the captain of the ship. We're the captain of the boat of our lives. We get to decide everything that we need is already within us. So if we would just make the decision to want to do better and want to change, I think God will begin to just show you things and lead you and guide you in a way that you never could have once imagined. So I would say, ladies, please, if you are on a journey and you're wanting to, um, you're aspiring to live a better life, to live a more fulfilling lifestyle, please reach out to me or grab the hand of someone else. There's so many mentors out here, but you cannot do it alone. It's, it's possible to do it alone, but it's not um, suggested. I don't suggest you do it alone. I really would like you to have someone um, walking with you on your journey because I mean, I struggled a lot trying to do it by myself and not having that support. And which is a reason why I'm so passionate about mentoring, because I want to be that mirror for women to be able to see themselves clearly. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be that hand that I didn't have growing up. And so I just I really want you all to know that there's so many benefits and it's so beautiful when you decide, decide to actually make a change for the better in your life and Take your life to the next level. It's time for us all to elevate anyway. So why not start now? Like, it's possible. You can change. And I am rooting for you. I love you all. And yes, thank you so much for having me tonight, Lakin. Thank you, AJ. That was very deep. And I really have to sit down and think about that tonight. Thank you. Here. Thank you for being here with us. And we wish you well on your journey and have a great night. Thank you. And I hope to be back soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.